From the brilliant minds of Hipster at Home, you're listening to We Should Start a Band, a podcast about the trials and tribulations of being suitably hipster. Hello, and welcome back to We Should Start a Band, a podcast where we're not experts, just highly opinionated. I'm Heritage Avocado Toast, and I'm joined by Cold Brew Kombucha and Retro Denim Jacket. Today, we'll be getting ready for the spooky season by not cleaning out the cobwebs and making friends with that bat in the attic. It's time to prepare for Halloween, and first things first, that means decorations. Woohoo! Yeah, spooky season. Oh yeah. I am now actually allowed to pull out Halloween stuff and talk about Halloween without getting yelled at. Who yells at you? You keep telling me to wait for October. (laughs) Lies. Look, if people can start Christmas in July. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Also, can everyone just calm down with putting up Christmas? Like, let me enjoy my spooky season. My boss brought Christmas cookies the other day to work. No! And I said to him, what are these? These are Christmas. You've missed a whole holiday. And he said, what holiday? And I said, Halloween. And he just smirked and said, yeah, I jumped right over that one. Because he knows it is the most important holiday to me. It is. Because he put them on my desk. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yes. Come on. He can stuff his holly jolly butt back up the chimney. It's time to scare some kiddos. Yeah. Heck yeah. I mean, I personally start planning Halloween in August. I mean, I start planning my costume usually, not this year, but for the most part, like as early as May. So... I've got a uh, constantly running, I do this for decorations as well, so it does tie into today's theme. <laughs> for decorations, food, and costumes, I have a constantly running group of Pinterest boards that I pin throughout the year, so that when it comes around to it, I have everything in one place. Highly recommend doing that. I feel like you should do that with most things in your life. It just makes it easier. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid to have multiple lists. Pinterest boards, I know that they seem very, like... I don't know, suburban mom, but they're brilliant. They really are. And they help me find things like, you know, since picking up crochet and picking up sewing again, it's just so much easier to find patterns on there than it is to search in Google. Yeah. And I like it better than, I mean, it's better than bookmarking things in folders Mm -hmm. or writing lists. I like the visual. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sure that nothing goes unnoticed. Yep. I did realize that we did skip over our follow-ups. Oh, yeah. And we do have a follow-up. That's okay. We can skip them this time. Retro Denim Jacket. (laughs) I sent you the best answer. You did? We don't don't have to talk about this. I thought you might want to read it. But first, I'll give you the the results of the quiz. Quiz. The poll. Rigged. The results are rigged, listeners. We had 10% for no, they're awful. And 90% for no, they're really that awful. However, our best response begs to differ. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, my very good friend said, (laughs) I refuse to answer. Some of us like the sensory feels on their toddies. (laughs) LOL. (laughs) Thought you'd appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I've ever called my my toes toddies before, but (laughs) hey, teach their own. (laughs) Well, there's at least one sensible person out there like me that enjoys socks and sandals. (laughs) 
I'm going to text her later. <laughs> it's not even a costume. It's just regular everyday wear. Oh, no. I did see, actually, after we put the poll up, I was walking down the street and I did see a guy in like full tracksuit with sandals and bright pink socks. Oh, That's wow. Commitment. Like, the only time I find it slightly acceptable is if you're coming off a soccer field and you've switched into slides because you can't wear your cleats anymore. Yes. Yeah. Any Anything after sports. Yeah. But even then, I don't know, just put on your, your trainers that just slip on. Yeah. Those are so much more readily available now, too. So it's not like you have an excuse anymore. Yeah, I will say that I I will give... I did see a woman with... It's not an excuse. It's a desire. Like orange sandals, orange sort of weavy platform sandals. And she had tights that were the exact same shade of orange. And I couldn't decide how I felt about that. Hmm. Maybe she's just getting her pumpkin costume ready. Were they peep toe? They were like a basket. Like a wide basket weave, so you could see the orange through all the all of it, mm. and peep toe. Mm. I re- yeah, I couldn't decide. It's the peep toe for me that ruins it. Mm. I don't know what that is, but the visual is not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's those shoes with the little tiny cutouts in the front, so that your toes peek out, so you can peep those toes. Especially if you have them painted with Halloween nail polish. Yes. <laughs> Break out the orange and the black crackle on top. I am. All in. Like pumpkin glitter. Yep. Yep. Glow in the dark. Oh, yeah. I am also a big fan of the... So there's the traditional orange and black Mm -hmm. combination. And I would say this is also for decorating. Yeah. Because I know that Hat gets really mad when we don't stick to the theme. (laughs) (laughs) You mean the the podcast topic? It's like herding Uh cats. Oh, it's a, the herding cat commercial, man. That's such a great commercial. Oh, that's fantastic. It is a good one. We should probably post that yeah. so that we can share that joy with others. Yeah, listeners, I'll try to find that and post it. But if you know which one I'm talking about, uh, you know, drop us a comment or something. I think if you if you Google Super Bowl commercial herding cats, you'll probably find it on YouTube. Yeah, it's very funny. Check it out. But anyway, going back to Halloween colors. So I'm all about the traditional black and orange. Mm-hmm. But I'm also a big fan of the purple and green combination. Yeah. Yes. Like the pur- the neon green. The like Beetlejuice yeah. vibe. Yep. I mean, I'm here. I am decidedly a purple person. So I am not only a horse girl, but a purple person. <laughs> <laughs> You're all of the things. <laughs> I know. I'm really just one big red flag. Um <laughs> Well, there's, there's an album, not just a horse girl. <laughs> oh, I thought one big red flag. Yeah. <laughs> big, yeah, that works too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and it, the kind of electric purple and neon green combo just kind of mm-hmm. vibes together. Yeah. I feel like that's a very witchy combination because the cauldron substance is quite often a bubbling green something. Yeah. And the witches will often have purple on the hats or the capes. And yeah. It's a different than the jack-o'-lantern orange. I think it's good when you're trying to do a, a haunted house, but with a more camp fun vibe. Because mm-hmm. it's very easy to go and there's nothing wrong with it. But depending on what vi- on what direction you want to go with your decorations, because it is very easy to go the, you know, kind of all jack-o'-lantern look. And it's very easy to go the super haunted house all black look. And they're two very opposite ends of the spectrum. And I feel like the purple and green kind of falls in the middle. It's like the haunted house look, but with 
the the campy. Yeah. Could probably throw a jack-o'-lantern in there. That's the thing, is I don't believe that Halloween requires to be all spooky. No. Sometimes the campy really ties everything together. Sometimes you want a giant spider. Sometimes you want a giant spider that's also covered in glitter. Or has a top hat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And there's also, the camp bits are so much fun. We have a doorbell. That when you push it, an eyeball, a little mechanized eyeball opens and looks around and it says a creepy phrase. (laughs) It's the cheesiest thing. And I love it. And I will ring it about 10,000 times throughout the month of October. Have you put it up yet? (laughs) No, I have to get batteries for it. Oh, yes. uh, PSA. This house, batteries rotate. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that's every house. But also, PSA, when you are putting up decorations, please remove the batteries when the decorations come down. Do not have them yes. sit in that over the year. You do not want to find those batteries the following year. Mm, no. Well, they'll have a nice Halloween corrosive look to them, though. Yeah. Yeah, they will. And it's a very quick way to shorten the life of your decorations. Mm-hmm. Unless you're trying to get rid of one you particularly don't like, like a singing <laughs> bass, perhaps. <laughs> things are the worst. However, I am all for the battery-powered things because as much as I love real candles, you don't want to... <laughs> that didn't sound really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, like you that. cannot take us anywhere. I meant, I meant battery-powered decorations. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, I do recommend, though, getting yourself battery-powered candles mm-hmm. for your Halloween decorations because real candles are a risk for many reasons. Oh, now you admit it. Now you admit it. <laughs> oh, I will still, I will still get them because I especially want the. I like the bleeding candles, but the bleeding candles do spurt red wax everywhere, and those can stain. And I may or may not have accidentally lit my Marilyn Monroe costume on fire one year. Oh, I don't think I've heard that story. That's a different, uh, it's a different kind of skirt going up. <laughs> it didn't fully light. I was actually wearing a very nice dress. Oh. And I was reaching over, the ca- not realizing I was reaching over the candle while talking to somebody. And, and there was sort of like this, does anyone else smell burning type of moment? Uh-oh. And then my arm felt a bit warm. And I realized that it was my dress. I didn't. Well, it's a black dress, so the damage was not really noticeable, and I was not injured. But just, you know, go battery-powered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's also a decent... Uh... If you are going to use real candles, make sure they are somewhere that you can't reach over them, but yeah. Well, and the battery-powered also lasts long. Friendly friendly PSA from your hipsters. <laughs> so we have the, the usual type of decorations you'd put in the house. You know, you can buy the fake cobwebs which I think are a real pain, but the, I have a texture issues with which we all is well established. So I enjoy looking at them, but I don't like putting them up. <laughs> and you have skulls and, you know, tombstone things you can put up in the house. Lots of good stuff. It's reusable year to year. Mm-hmm. The one thing I find very hard to reuse year to year are those spider webs. Yeah, that's true. You're supposed to be able to, but they're... They get kind of gunky and... They do definitely get gunky and get stuck in so many places. Yep. I mean, I will put them up and I will put them everywhere but getting them down again you will continue to find those till probably easter it's like pine needles from a christmas tree yeah or glitter it's there for life the cobwebs will probably pick pick up some legacy pine needles (laughs) actually we've had that happen the hipster cats also find those cobwebs 
especially tasty. Yeah. Well, the hipster cats do like to eat holidays. They love to eat holidays. Holidays are apparently delicious. So friendly message from your local hipster cats. Try yourself a holiday. They're tasty. (laughs) (laughs) We are not endorsing. Just just put that holiday right in your mouth. (laughs) Oh, no, no. (laughs) Eat up the spooky season. How do we feel about Halloween? We love it. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's indoor decorations, but the outdoor decorations are usually quite the sight to see. But how do we feel about Halloween inflatables? I'm not keen on... I kind of think they only work for Christmas. See, I was going to say, I'm not keen on any inflatables. Well... Yeah, I agree. I'm okay with a cheesy snowman or Santa, but... As I said, I'm more into the power, the battery powered. I think you... (laughs) I think... You need like real mummies, real graves on the, you know, on the front yard. I don't, I don't like inflatable Halloween decoration. Do we say real graves? Well, you know, where you put like we don't the box mean, like, out. Real Coffins. graves. Well, you could do a grave. You know what? The police coming around. That's happened before. I, we're all for reality, but we draw the line. <laughs> don't kill people just to bury them in your yard as a Halloween decoration. Yeah. I mean, it really depends on your level of commitment, doesn't it? Another friendly PSA from the hipster team. We're all about the PSAs. I mean, there's some people who you're dedicated to Halloween and some that, you know, only go halfway. I mean, you just have to decide which which are you. Well, actually, the halfway is better because then you've got the sort of half out of the ground. <laughs> yeah. Is it really a Halloween decoration if they're not trying to crawl out? If they are trying to escape. <laughs> I have to say, though, the, the outdoor decorations are so are quite important. It's one of the few times of the year that I'm sad we live in the center of the city because mm-hmm. it really does limit. It's one of the few times that it would be nice to have a balcony. One of my favorite Halloween decorated places that I went to was New Orleans. They go ham at Halloween decorating. And I like walking through the French Quarter and stuff. Everyone's little balconies all have skeletons and are all decked out. Yeah. Yeah, when we did have a balcony, it faced the back of the house. So we didn't really... Hmm. We put spider webs. I do try to put tombstones on the roof, but it just... They don't stay very well. Well, they're styrofoam ones, so they, yeah. Yeah, they're not heavy. I mean, last year, we put some bones in the plant pots. <laughs> For fertilizer? Uh, sure. Were they just left over from uh, barbecue <laughs> night? <laughs> <laughs> Is that plastic skeleton that we have in a bag and bits? Mm-hmm. Instead, instead of having a boneyard, you should just do like grilled shrimp and throw the shells on the dirt. Just throw the- <laughs> oh, that's yeah, our shrimp that's graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> How do you guys feel about like the plastic rats and things like that? I think they're fine. Yeah. I don't particularly like that everyone seems to m- make them with red eyes, which I find a little disconcerting. But other than that, I kind of enjoy it. I just, any I'm pretty much pro almost any Halloween decoration. Yeah. yeah. I, like the, I like the plastic rats. I like the bats, but we can't have them in this house. I like the rubber rats and bats better. They feel nicer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem is that we it's difficult to have them in a house if you have pets mm. because they will take them. Mm-hmm. So we are still finding places where the cats hid the collection of small rubber rats that we had. <laughs> still finding rats and bats. <laughs> and Algernon has an obsession with bats. So any bat that we put up, whether it's a bat silhouette, or a bat hanging from the ceiling, he will just shout at it until we take it down. 
Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> Nothing else. No, no other ceiling decorations or anything. He doesn't care. No. Just bats. Doesn't care about anything else. Just bats. They are creepy. Just the bats. Actually, I really like bats. I think they're kind of cute. I know that yeah, seems I, weird, yeah. but I love having the the bat silhouettes and everything. But he doesn't care. He doesn't give two figs about the stuffed. Well, fake stuffed birds. They don't have real stuffed birds. He doesn't care about them. He just cares about the dang bats. Yeah, I feel like a fake stuffed crow would be much more enticing than a bat. Yeah. But stuffed with wet food. Did you have the bats when you had them as kittens? Yeah. Yeah. So he's this is he's just always been this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Lifelong ceiling bat obsession. He'll get on the tallest thing in the room that he can to get as close to it to shout at it. <laughs> he doesn't actually try to get them down. He sits. But he just stares at them and shouts. Yeah, see, Santino would leap from the highest thing to try and yank them down because he can't seem to handle anything that dangles from anything. He doesn't really... He hits them, but he doesn't like carry them off like he does with the little rats if we put it down on the ground. There's just something about things above him in the air. <laughs> and particularly bats. He would be a terrible <laughs> air traffic controller. <laughs> really angry all the time. <laughs> I feel like he is always really angry all the time. He is very much buzzing. He's grumpy. It's just a constant state of being. <laughs> he has resting grump face. Yeah, he does. I do highly recommend for anybody getting the silhouettes. Those like silhouette cutouts. They're brilliant for filling out bits of your house. Yeah. So we've got the bats and we've got some cats and I think we've got rats. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a theme with the animals at Halloween. I feel like there's just kind of only so many animals they use for Halloween decorations. I mean, they I feel like the ats market. They tried to make the Halloween giraffe a thing 20 years ago, but it just um, never took off. <gasps> oh my up. god, Halloween giraffe would be awesome. <laughs> Can we make that a thing? Well, the toy uh, Jeffrey the giraffe is um, looking for work still. Probably, yeah. I like to think that he had a job already, but who knows? Yeah. He's probably gone corporate. He's probably retired. He was quite old. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe he's like the office facilities manager and he just makes sure there's, you know, supplies in the cupboards and everybody loves him. I assume since he, he'd he been there for so long, he either retired or he got such an amazing redundancy package that he just doesn't need to work again. I mean, it was a tall order to fill his package. But um, The blue tongue special with a spotty contract. <laughs> you done yet? You, you, you done? done some more? <laughs> Any other (laughs) low-hanging fruit you'd like to grab? (laughs) (laughs) Slightly higher fruit? (laughs) When we were kids, we would go to the Poconos. The road that you had to turn down didn't have a name. I mean, I'm sure it did, but it didn't have a street sign. And you would have to turn at the house with the giraffe head. That was always the direction. And it would throw people off because, like, what are you talking about? It was literally a house where they had a wooden giraffe head sticking out of the center window on the top floor. (laughs) We never went at Halloween. I wonder if they did it up. I hope so. They probably took it down. It's like, oh, we got to change this out for the season. (laughs) Nah, I just, like throw a witch hat on it and call it a day Mm -hmm. man that's the thing do not feel like you need to take down your normal decorations in your yard feel free to make them witchy yeah yeah put some robes on those flamingos embrace what you already have gnomes are creepy enough already yeah god lawn gnomes i hate lawn gnomes (laughs) that sounds like a deep-seated fear they're like stationary chucky dolls it's just built-in terror in the sims they're not stationary that looks even (laughs) more terror-y 
The Sims creating fears that you didn't know you needed preyed upon. <laughs> Embracing them. Yeah, I do. I do admit there's that uh, that house that's if you walk down towards the canal, the entire front yard is just covered in no. Yep. That's amazing. I mean, I feel like if you're going to do something, you might as well just go all the way. They've gone all the way. I appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot. <laughs> Heritage Avocado Tiss crosses the road when he gets to that house. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he Some- refuses to walk by it. Something bad's going to happen one of these days, then. Or already has. <laughs> Maybe each gnome represents some trauma that's befallen the family that lives there. Or the body. Are the, all the gnomes filled with ashes? Ashes of their enemies? Yeah. We're not trying to say that this person's a serial killer. <laughs> Just that it takes a special type of person to have that many gnomes in their front yard. <laughs> Do we have any kind of count? Have you stopped ever to see if you could get a head count? No, I'm not staying there long enough to count. <laughs> Are you crazy? It's a lot. You'd be there for a while. I tried taking video once, but it's just Blair Witch shaky cam because I'm running so fast. <laughs> and in an otherwise regular street, and everyone's wondering, what on earth is this guy doing? <laughs> he must be late for a meeting. <laughs> Feel free to decorate your cats and dogs for Halloween, too. Do it. Mostly just for the day. Probably don't want to dress them up for the whole month. They might They might not enjoy that, but a couple no. hours. I mean, switch out their collars. Like, yeah. Yeah. You, That's true. You could do it. It's, you but don't yeah. have to. It doesn't have to be something as, like, out there as a spider costume on your cat. You could just do some... You know, switch out a collar, put a bow tie on it, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, that probably falls more under costumes than home decor, but it is always fun. I think that's a, to dress your that's a pretty blurry, furry line as to whether they're costumes or decorations. Cats are not always as keen. <laughs> Shaking your head. <laughs> yeah, I just don't even, I can't even respond to that. I just... <laughs> Cats don't always respond well to Halloween costumes. No. Some respond fine, others respond angry, and some get very confused. But dogs generally are okay. Yeah. I do follow this one cat who does runway walks, and one of the outfits that they created for him was made out of those little tiny cheap fuzzy mice. Oh, wow. And it was very, I wear the bodies of my enemies kind of vibe, and (laughs) I was totally here for it. A plus work. That's fantastic. My mom one year got witches' hats for her girls. The problem (laughs) is that their fur is so smooth and the hats were slightly satiny, so they kept slipping and so they became like witches' beards. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my cat won't even settle for wearing a collar, so putting him in any kind of costume is uh, a no go. Ours are not keen on hats. We've put a pumpkin hat on Algernon. <laughs> is the I, we have a photo? I will put it up on Instagram. It's the angriest cat you've ever seen. The thing is, he doesn't do anything about it. He just sits there and yeah. looks at you like, "How dare you take my dignity?" <laughs> Non-gender specific plaid made them a cape one time. They didn't seem to mind that. No, the the cape was um, more of a success than expected. Yep, and they do have. Uh, this is a different holiday, but they do have elf costumes that were provided by my mother. And they didn't seem to mind the elf costumes too much. They were not having the hats. The problem is that if 
when they noticed the other one wearing it, then it became a, hey, I'm going to try to get that thing that's on you. Uh-huh. So that was not... I mean, what are siblings for? Yeah. <laughs> so the research department has some, some hot news. Okay. So roughly 18% of people dress up a pet for Halloween. I feel like that number seems tell- low. That's what I was thinking. Because the amount of dog costumes you can buy. Well, this was a pet Halloween costumes are on the rise in pandemic. Not surprised. You make yourself a costume and you dress up your companion and you have a party at home. That might equate to around 29 million people. So although it seems like a low percentage, still a good chunk of pets getting the treatment. Still a uh, good good chunk of pets. You do also have the issue of large dogs don't get to appreciate Halloween as much. No, and I find that's a sin. Yeah. That was, mom used to get really sad that she couldn't find costumes to fit the noofs. It's just, I mean, they already do look like bears, so really all they just need are some bear ears, but (laughs) still. (laughs) Why do small dogs get to have all the fun? I know. (laughs) Pet owners spend nearly half a billion dollars on animal costumes a year. Oh my goodness. (laughs) One person out there spending half a billion on (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, you will get a few uses out of it, because... You'll probably put the same costume on them every year, have a chuckle, take it off them. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel like pet costumes are not the type of costume that you need to change each year. No. No, because this this cat in a pirate outfit is going to be cute year round, <laughs> let alone just at <laughs> Halloween. So. <laughs> I mean, if I could get my cat to dress as a pirate, I 100% would. Absolutely love the little dogs in the panda costumes. <laughs> Here's what appears to be a uh, cat directing traffic as a police officer costume. Nice. <laughs> traffic warden cat. It is nice to dress them up too. So we would take, we would tend to have like the dogs and the cats not so much because they weren't as keen. But like sitting on the porch when trick-or-treaters would come around. Did they scare the trick-or-treaters away? Mm, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say no, but... Newfoundlands do look like bears. <laughs> they do. What scared the trick-or-treaters away, and this is um, a, another PSA to decorating, <laughs> don't necessarily use real people who jump out. It might seem like a good idea, but two points. One, you have to put them somewhere. And then the second is they could really cause some some permanent damage to the psyche of the small children who are trick-or-treating at your house. Mm-hmm. So my brother one year thought that it would be a brilliant idea to go under the stairs of the porch so the first issue there is that we don't know what's under there mm-hmm. there could be an actual body i i don't know it's an old house is he the one it's with the axe body spray there. yeah <laughs> not related i mean he's related to me those two incidents were not related but he he did climb under there which he said was gross. And then, you know, proceeded to try to grab people's ankles. So for many years after that, my parents couldn't get trick-or-treaters to come. He also almost got stuck. So think through. <laughs> Basically, just don't try and terrify trick-or-treaters. Let the kiddos be kiddos. Yeah, don't don't hide in trees either. That was... <laughs> well, that's a good debut album, Don't Hide in Trees. <laughs> Keep your arboreal pursuits to yourself. <laughs> I think another aspect of decorating that is very sorely overlooked 
is the audio. Yes. Oh, I thought you were going to say toilet papering someone's house. Well, I mean, sometimes your neighbors need help decorating. Yeah, that's more of a (laughs) mischief night thing. (laughs) (laughs) Not exactly what I would do. If you toilet paper your house in advance, you're less likely to get toilet papered on mischief night because people think it's already been done. Top tip. You regardless right. have to clean the toilet paper up. Yeah, but at least it's yours. It's going to rain at some point. It'll be fine. Your gutters, on the other hand. <laughs> Considering how many people are still on, like, you know, you've got a lot of extra toilet paper going around now. <laughs> it's true. At one point it was worth its weight in gold, and now it's just... Worth its weight in toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want to... Well, Literally a, flush it. There's a buy low, sell high joke in there somewhere, but I can't quite get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was searching for some kind of s- supply and demand pun, and then I just gave up. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as audio goes, those haunted house CDs, or I don't think I don't think there is like a haunted house sounds on Spotify. They definitely have playlists. Do that. Like the the creepy sounds. Pause for researching. You're looking. Just like creaky noises, not 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 actual songs, right? Yeah. Yeah, but just the creepy noises out your front window, or what secret does your window have to tell? Well, because it makes it sound like it's coming out of your house, or if it's in your wait, what? <laughs> yes, because you're outing. Spotify your window. does have <laughs> sound effects. Okay. Is it Spotify FX? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Set up a small speaker in a window, or if you're having a house party, like, tucked away somewhere. Spot effects. to give... The the channel just for Spotify and sound effects. Spot, but just replace the Y with an X. Spot When they take that, we'd like royalties. Yes, please. (laughs) Copyright 2021. Couldn't remember what year it was. Yeah, come at me, big sound effect. I do like the creepy sound effects. Though the cat sounds do get to the cat. They get old, though. Well, but you just have them going in the background. Yeah. I really don't like the motion-censored uh, sound effects, because every time you walk by the place you set it up, some creak happens or something. That gets uh, old real fast. I don't like the motion-censored decorations that laugh or scream. Mm. Yeah. Those get old really fast. Anything... Honestly, Halloween decoration, well, just decorations in general, that's just overly loud. Yeah. It's not necessary. Yeah. It might seem fun at the moment, but remember that it's, you're going to have to hear it over and over and over, and after a while, it will no longer be fun. Like Baby Shark. Yeah. You're welcome. Or Hip Swinging Santa (laughs) and Penelope Pine. (laughs) Wow. Wow, there's some venom (laughs) there. Those were some direct hits. (laughs) In case uh, anyone did not pick up on the clue, uh, my mother really likes Christmas decorations that make sounds. Mm. <laughs> no. Oh, especially uh, the Nutcracker. She's totally setting those up outside of your room this year for Christmas. <laughs> God, do not give her ideas. She listens to this. I know. <laughs> if you don't cut that out, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna bring some decorations to your door. Portable vinyl turntables uh, reaction to the first time he saw a motion sensor decoration. He was de- it was definitely one of those. Oh dear God, what have I let myself into? Terror, <laughs> pure unadulterated terror. The fact that he kept looking back at his mom, like, are are you seeing this as well? Why are you not petrified? <laughs> Save me! I'm beyond fear. 
One type of decoration indoor that, that I don't care for is when they put something in like a dimly lit room that's like at eye level, like dangling spiders or cobwebs, because then it gets in your face and you're like all, Ugh, mm. like a haunted house type effect. I hate that kind of thing. Mm. Don't touch me. If it's, in a, if it's in a haunted house, I don't mind. I don't like it there either. Jump scares, fine. I, Physical contact, no. <laughs> I do think that if you're decorating for a party or something like that, just keep in mind the height of your guests. Because, yeah, if people are wandering around and chatting and all of that, you really don't want one of your guests continuously getting stuck in a, in a decoration. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Steve's stuck in the mummy again. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Steve. I told Steve, you that sarcophagus the- <laughs> was for effect only. <laughs> Steve, get out of the grave. At least do it halfway. Yeah. <laughs> At least put some effort in. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually a fair point as well. Careful about things that people can't see and will trip over. Mm-hmm. That's why you put the you dress the cat up as a crosswalk police person, so they're constantly so directing direct foot traffic. Away. <laughs> the thing with Halloween is, unlike Christmas, or I guess really that's the only other holiday people decorate for Thanksgiving. I don't know Thanksgiving, <laughs> Easter, but you don't really do the same level of decoration that you do at Christmas or Halloween. Fourth of July. <laughs> I mean, my family usually dresses the entire house up like a stuffed turkey for Thanksgiving. So I don't know what you're talking about. So heritage avocado toast. If your entire house is being decorated as one big turkey, is this inflatable or is this like a paper mache thing? Like, how are we creating this illusion? Uh, Mom would just knit the whole house every year from scratch. Wow. Without a ladder. That's a lot of knitting. Uh, Uphill, both ways. You know how it goes. <laughs> in the snow. In the freezing cold, in the snow. <laughs> we have had snowy Thanksgivings. So. Oh, yeah. No, that's obviously a lie. But there were really? two truths in there. What were they? What, what gave it away? <laughs> Tough to say. What I was thinking was, unlike Christmas where you people do up their yards quite aggressively in some areas, most of that is all lit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> AF. And not in the good way. <laughs> The thing with Halloween is that it tends more towards the dark, gloomy end. And so you do have, a, you know, this temptation to try to put creepy things here and there that people might not see right away. So you don't have it lit. But remember that they can't see it. So if it is a tripping hazard, just keep that in mind. Maybe off of the main paths. Also, not in the middle of a room. Don't be afraid to light things up. Get the credit for what you've done to your lawn. But not your Halloween costume. Yes. (laughs) Unless it's with battery-powered fairy lights. (laughs) Again, you and the batteries. No, I agree. I think the use of lights in Halloween is sorely Mm -hmm. underappreciated. Get yourself a string of bloody hand string lights. Skeletons. Yep. Candles around the place. And yeah, put up put up some sort of a, a light fixture to light up that cemetery that you spent your time do- making. Yeah. Otherwise, how are people going to know it's there? And like, yep. if you're putting a cauldron on your lawn, light that up. I want to see that. Yeah. They'll know it's there when they're still at your house for the after, at the after party. Strategic lighting. For dawn. You can make a sort of set scenes. Yeah. You don't need to make... It doesn't need to be a bright spotlight. I'm not saying Mm -mm. light it like a stage, but just... Floodlights. Yeah. Just something kind of gentle, just to make sure people know it's there. And it helps with the whole tripping hazard thing as well. So really, double win on that. Yeah. So you mean like, use like a snake light or something? From from Black & Decker? Yep. 
I'm not doing the rest. We'll somehow get copyright struck from uh, and and a jingle that's from like what 1998 or something. <laughs> Maybe that's in public domain now. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the uh, intellectual property rights. But gosh darn are. it! If you heard it, it's still with you. <laughs> I was gonna say, if you've heard it, then mm. it's now in your head. Mm. You're, You're welcome. welcome. We hope that replaced Baby Shark. (laughs) It didn't now. Now I've got a remix going. (laughs) Oh, marketing. There are just some marketing campaigns that it was just like, who who taught you to be this brilliant? But what is Baby Shark marketing? I think it keeps your kids in one spot and engaged in something for a long period of time. (laughs) Okay, this is the thing with, with... children's there are kids in our life and we do love them Mm -hmm. but they have terrible taste (laughs) absolutely terrible taste if i have to hear that hot dog song one more (laughs) time from mickey mouse i will lose it yeah the baby shark song the um that baby bump thing that oh yeah. yeah oh I was upstairs in my parents' house. My parents' house is not huddled in a corner after hearing it. And I was upstairs in the bathroom, (laughs) getting ready to go out. And our nephew was down in the living room. And oh dear God, I think he listened to about twelve different remixes of Wheels on the Bus. I I was about to slit the tires on that bus, man. (laughs) I'm telling you right now. If taken out of context, I, I have nothing against public transit. <laughs> public transit just, is delightful. Just songs about public transit. <laughs> <laughs> I endorse public transit. <laughs> well, that, that, yeah, public transit, that's actually a fairly decent lawn or driveway thing if you can get it, which is like the, the bus, the school bus full of zombies or skeletons or something. Uh huh. Or a minivan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, skeleton driver. Yeah, for that long dog leg. And put things in the windows. There's another SMH over there. (laughs) There's, um, I've been realizing lately, there's a lot of moments where I don't voice the fact that I'm just sitting here shaking my head. (laughs) Yeah. I also find that when uh, editing, there's a lot of moments that we miss, like comments that somebody's made that someone else didn't catch. (laughs) Yes. But those are some of my favorites, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's just this like really low whispered comment that none of like no one else got. heard. Yep, or like just an insult dropped in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your mom. Yeah, I, I was about to say they're usually your mom <laughs> jokes. <laughs> yeah, there's a good Halloween <laughs> decoration. Your mom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, don't be afraid to uh, pimp out your ride in Halloween style as well. Yeah, take that joy around town. Hmm. <laughs> Spread the spirits. No, 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 no. (laughs) 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 Hmm. Shouldn't have made me lose it, but here we are. (laughs) She's crying. decorating by theme per room as well if you've got a couple rooms you're doing up for halloween party Mm -hmm. you know put some creepy things in the kitchen body parts in jars yeah think of your house like a haunted house yeah well there's that classic what is it cauliflower in 
water with food coloring mm. in a jar. Looks like brain. To make it look like brain. That's a waste of cauliflower. The best vegetable known to man. Cauliflower doesn't have taste anyways. It's the best vegetable known to man. You take that back. It's just it's just water with food coloring in it, so you can use the cauliflower afterwards. New poll. Is cauliflower the best vegetable? Yes, it's the best vegetable. Or I guess it's okay. No. Those are the three options. I'm rigging this poll. <laughs> no. It's my turn to rig the poll. It's <laughs> I no, would I, say I do, it's I one of the most versatile. Is it a vegetable? Yeah, versatile vegetables. I said yeah. I, I assume well, yes. <laughs> it's not meat. <laughs> it's not meat, or I don't think it's fruit. Oh, that's a big uh, album it's too. I mean, it's related to cauliflower. Cabbage. It's not cauliflower. Meat. It's not meat. <laughs> or just it's not meat. Like it's not, it's not meat. meat. <laughs> Halloween decorations. It's not meat. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Delicious. I, I will say <laughs> it's extremely versatile. Yeah. It doesn't uh, have great taste. You have to season the shiz out no, of it. No, just raw. Oh, it's the best flavor. The best flavor. And it's got a great squeaky texture too. Love it. <laughs> but if you're putting it in if you're putting it in food coloring water, you, you can still use it. It's not like you've done anything bad to it. It might get waterlogged. It will color it though, right? It will color it a little bit. I mean, it doesn't take away from the amazing taste <laughs> that <laughs> heritage avocado toast. It's delicious. <laughs> Yeah, man, I I ate a did I was it a whole cauliflower head I ate by myself one weekend? Yeah, you regretted that decision pretty hard. I did, unfortunately. Yes, <laughs> it's related to cabbage. It's a lot of fiber. That just sounds yes. like a gastrointestinal <laughs> it, nightmare. It was, yeah, a lot of fiber. Yeah, I think also maybe maybe a final note is I really am a fan of the fake bloody handprints on windows and mirrors. That make it look like mm-hmm. something nefarious has gone down. Because it's just a nice little touch. Usually it looks a little cheesy. I think it's just generally in the spirit of things. And I would recommend getting the, the sticker ones or the rather than using fake blood. Yeah. Because fake blood just doesn't clean off the things very easily. Yeah. No, you guys have those gel like gummy Adhesive type things. ones, which are yeah. really cool. Yeah, the gel gummy ones. I think my mom got those and sent them to us. So I'm sure you can probably find them at Spirit of Halloween or whatever shop near you is now Spirit of Halloween. Spread the spirit of <gasps> Halloween. <laughs> Oh, is that where Jeffrey works? <laughs> Does he work at Spirit of Halloween now? <laughs> <laughs> we found him. <laughs> but yeah, no, the jelly ones are really nice. It like it looks like it looks more like blood rather than fake blood. Yeah. Weirdly globby because it's quite thick, but mm-hmm. yeah. Like scab blood. If you yes. were doing and it SFX. does look, they do look more realistic than the sort of window clings, yeah. the very flat window clings. Before we had the jelly hands and jelly blood splatters, I had tried to use fake blood to write something on the mirror, mm-hmm. and it looked cool. And then I cleaned the mirror, and it looked gone. And then for the next probably about five times I cleaned the mirror. It was constantly coming off in red and pink. Wow. So clearly it was still there. Yeah. Or my mirror had just decided to start bleeding. Or glass suddenly became porous. Yeah. So it was... Uh, fake blood can get everywhere. So get the get the window clings. And if you are going to use fake blood around your, your house or on your costumes, just remember that it stains. Mm-hmm. We have an inflatable skeleton who will never be the same. <laughs> 
he he got a hug from an axe murderer's victim one year. Oh, hate when that happens. <laughs> and now he is. Uh, well, he's also. I think he also sprung a leak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, red pigment stains really well. Yeah. Whether it's anything from eyeshadow and makeup to fake blood, it's yeah, hair dye. Yeah, there's a reason you don't wash your red clothes with everything else, unless yeah. your heritage avocado toast and you don't pay attention. The research department is currently preparing to write um, a biography about uh, Jeffrey the Giraffe. Thank you very much. <laughs> he was right. originally known as I think that's gonna be Dr. A... G. Raff in the 1950s. Wow. This might have to be a supplementary episode. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be a lot about him. Jeffrey the Giraffe. Well, his Wikipedia entry is only about a paragraph, so I'm not sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but he was a... Was he a medical doctor or... Didn't you say doctor? Yeah. 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 W- w- did he have a PhD or was he a medical doctor? It's a toy store mascot. Yeah. So a PhD I in I think you're digging too deeply into this. <laughs> like, but d- is this like a PhD in physics? Tune in next week or for in- the stunning revelation of what Dr. G. Raff, D.G. Raff meant. I feel like this is going to have to be a five minute segment posted somewhere at some point. <laughs> I, I want to know what what he studied, where he studied, or is he one of those people who just sticks doctor on his name because he thinks it looks impressive, mm-hmm. and he's not an actual doctor. He's a doctor of minding your own business. Let him be in peace. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't. So you start to ask him, like, so where did you study, and he can't answer. Jeffrey the giraffe wife. Wait, who's married? Does he have kids? People also search for. Did she leave him when she found out he wasn't? He didn't actually have a PhD or a medical degree. <laughs> Apparently, it's G, uh, Gigi in the early seventies. A Gigi was introduced. So Jeffrey and Gigi. They had a daughter, baby G, and son, Junior. Just Junior, not Junior G or G Junior. Just Junior. <laughs> was that the nickname or his actual first name? Because I am poor kid. He didn't actually get a G. No, with a J. No, it's Ju- Junior with a J. Aww, you missed a trick there, Dan. Yeah. Apparently, they uh, made made their home in a New England lighthouse, which would comfortably fit their height. They thought of everything, man. Well, because they removed floors. Because it's tall, and they have long, tall necks. But but the lighthouse floor- keepers don't live inside the lighthouse because it's just stairs. It's tall. <laughs> what on earth? Where are they putting their bed? Are they all sleeping on the stairs? No, they just um, they fold their legs under themselves down on the bottom. I feel like there's a lot of holes in this. Story. Yeah. This is from Toys R Us website itself. I'm not even using secondhand <laughs> wiki references. This is primary sources. This is proper research department. Whoa, did the research department get a budget increase? <laughs> Is this when we plug our merch? (laughs) (laughs) Jeffrey the Giraffe, delicious. (laughs) Shameless merch plug. (laughs) So there you go. There you go. I still feel like I have so many unanswered questions. Like more than when we started this. (laughs) I guess that's what research does, doesn't it? <laughs> a PhD in uh, whether or not Jeffrey the Giraffe had a PhD. Tonight on Unsolved Mysteries. Where did Jeffrey the Giraffe come from and why? <laughs> where did he get his schooling? <laughs> yeah, so ToysRUs.com. The earliest version of Jeffrey was known as Dr. G. 
G Raph. So G full stop capital R Raph. So clearly the G was for Jeffrey. Wow, look so at really, the big brain doc- on cold Dr. Kombucha. Dr. Jeffrey Raph. Dr. Raph. No, I think it's just to make a pun on Giraffe. For some reason, though, knowing that his last name is Raph, just, you know. Well, this is the earliest version, the prototype. Dr. and Mrs. Raph invite you Wait. to a dinner party at their lighthouse. It was created as a representative for Children's Bargain Town. This was the first store which sold toys and baby furniture. Then it became Toys R Us. And the artist who na- designed Dr. G. Raph made the Toys R Us version more lifelike. And then a store associate renamed him Jeffrey. What? More lifelike? He wore a tux. Yeah. Well, not in 1965. He looked like a, a giraffe in 1965? He still looks more like a zebra. Was it There's like... So many, so many things wrong with that. <laughs> so wrong. It's like one of those drawings where, like, someone came in and explained what it looked like, and the artist just took liberties because they didn't know what it actually looked like, and it came out looking like a potato with legs. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mr. Mister Ed is actually a zebra, but you can't tell because it's all shot in black and white. This is the episode of me shaking my head. Yes, it is. Well, I think we've uh, reached the point in that episode where we've devolved from actually talking about the topic and just having short <laughs> <laughs> mini-segments. <laughs> Yeah. Herding cats. I would say the top things that if you're looking to decorate your house for Halloween, tombstones, a cauldron, make sure you get the lights, battery powered candles. Bones. Bones. Be creative. Yeah. Don't be afraid to DIY. If you're going to do it for any time of the year, Halloween's kind of like the best time to try those weird yeah. DIYs. Because if it goes wrong, you can make it look like it's on purpose. Yep. There's a reason that bat is mangled. (laughs) Yeah. Much like this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think we've probably covered decorations from uh, the basement to the attic. Get it from top to bottom. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Reverse. Okay. Just making sure you got it. Wait. Wouldn't it be attic to basement then? Yeah. Just reversed. (laughs) I said just reversed. (laughs) (laughs) That was not a quiet comment that two of the three people missed. That was full blast into the microphone. <laughs> how, do, how do we how do how do we get off this bus? Is it is, is it I don't know. You brought us into this mess. You gotta get us slash its tires and let it sit there. <laughs> that makes no sense welcome to spooky season (laughs) (laughs) we haven't even had sugar yet that's a myth though you're a myth all right so's your mom play us out okay Well, we, we hope you've enjoyed today's dialogue on Halloween decorations, and hopefully it's gotten you in the mood for a few more spooky sessions yet to come for the rest of October. So if you like what you're hearing, please give us a rating, give us a like, and head on over to the blog for more Halloween inspiration at hipsteratthome.co.uk. Take care now. Bye. Bye. want to redo that because you were turning away from the mic when you said that sorry yeah sorry somebody's having a freak out behind me could you stop he's your problem now